Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today, we'll be chatting about our most beloved objects, so now it's time to grab your knitting or crochet, or a drink, or go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Let's kick it off with what's on our needles. Bina. Hi. So this week while we chat, I am working on the Carolina Promenade, which is a current class of ours. We actually have our week three this Thursday. Um, so I'm trying to catch up so I can be ready for class myself. Um, but I, I've been a knitting full this weekend. It's been very nice. So it feels good to, to keep going. Love it. You've made a lot of progress on that too. I could see that, Brianna. Yeah, I I have to do 36 repeats of eight rows of chart and like a ton of stitches. Um, and I got about halfway through them yesterday. Good for you. Geez. So, yeah, we're we're moving that, along. That's like almost 300 rows. Wow, that's great. <laughs> I know. So on my needles right now, I'm making a pair of socks. I needed something that I wasn't going to be looking at, but I, I really wanted to shout out that I was working on Layla the bunny again, because I absolutely love it. And Natalie, what I learned in class the other night, it's all working perfectly. I I'm so excited, but I'm on a, it's the part of it where I have to count. So I really do have to pay attention. So I did put that down, but I really wanted to shout out Layla the bunny, but I'm knitting a pair of socks. Awesome. Good stuff. I am also working on a crochet project. I am working on the Darby cardigan, which is a children's size cardigan. Um, and I just am starting on my sleeve. So hopefully I'll be done those in time for class on Wednesday. They're really fast though. And it's a ton of fun and it looks great. So having a good time with it. Yeah. You've made some serious progress on that project. It looks like a little human could wear it. So yeah. I think we'll <laughs> like it soon. Awesome. All right, you guys. Are you ready to jump into our topic? Sure. Yeah. All right. So I have like, I have to see what direction we go in. So I'm very <laughs> excited to be last this time because I don't want to like, you know, I have a few answers that could work. Um, okay. It's hard to pick. So let's start with you, Brianna. What is the most beloved thing you own? So I also came prepared with like different directions for this answer. Um, but the first thing that I thought of was my hands. I don't know if that's like a good answer for this question, but I don't think I don't think I could live without my hands, like using my hands. I do so much with my hands every single day. And I think if I if I couldn't knit. I might as well not be here. So my hands is like the number one thing. That's a really good one. I shouldn't let you go first. I'm sorry. I mean, I have other ones too. <laughs> I love it. That's the best part. We are so unscripted. We just don't even know what we're going to show up with. <laughs> no. I so, it. What about you, Kathy? What's the most beloved thing you own? So the Magic word there is own. So when I was just coming upstairs to the third floor to get ready for our recording this evening, 
Ed asked what our topic was. And I said to him, you know, it's what is the most beloved thing that you own? And he said, are you going to say Wheezy? And I looked at him like, oh, and I wasn't going to say Wheezy. I said, oh, and I wasn't going to say Ed either. But I said to him, oh, but I, you know, how do I pick Wheezy over you? And he <laughs> said to me, you don't own me. Isn't that interesting? Oh, the uh, word was own. And I'm like, you're right. I We own Wheezy, but we, I don't own you, you know? So I, I thought that was an interesting thought, huh? Yeah, but I mean- you could own him. You technically have a piece of paper that says so. So I don't know about that. <laughs> We've got weddings in the works. We might have to investigate this. Add that into your vows. And I own you, honey. Oh, <laughs> you're the most beloved thing I own. <laughs> yeah. So, so my answer was actually more so driven by memories. And um, the most beloved thing that I own is my mother's kitchen table which we cut down the legs and it is the coffee table in our living room. And I I have to say that I love it because it is the most God awful piece of furniture. There's no, it's just, there's no redeeming quality of it except for that. The memories, it's just the memories. Like I look at that every night and it's, it doesn't matter. Cause like we could, you know, scratch a dent in it or whatever it's not in grit but it's the memories that are in there it's the grooves in the wood it's the fingerprints it's all that so that's my most beloved thing that I own is my mother's old kitchen table which is now our coffee table that's a really good one Mm -hmm. all right what about you Natalie this is so hard. Well, I it's not really hard. I have a few answers. We're going to get into like less serious ones, I think, because I'm just curious to hear what your less serious <laughs> answers are. But my serious, most beloved thing I own is the necklace that I wear every single day. And it's the necklace that Chris gave me like when we first started dating. And I, I have been wearing this thing for like seven years. I've never, I think I took it off once when we went indoor skydiving and I wasn't allowed to have a necklace on. Wow. And that's, so, and once to clean it, I, I shouldn't probably admit publicly that I've only cleaned this once, but it's been cleaned <laughs> once in eight years. It's fine. If but, you shower with it, you're cleaning it every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I just, I can't imagine being without it. I always am constantly like playing with it and wow. I, I love this thing. So mm-hmm. that's fine. That's, there you go. See that? That's yeah. awesome. All right. Less serious. All right. Well, this, I mean, it's not, not serious, but it's a little silly. So I have the stuffed animal and it's a stuffed animal of a wolf. And I remember the day that I first touched it, it was actually something that was in my grandmother's house. Like it did not belong to me. And I would go over there and I would play with it. That would be like the thing I played with when I went to my grandmother's house. And when she passed away, I acquired it and I have had it since then. It's always like when I was a little kid, because my grandmother passed away when I was 10 years old. And I was so into stuffed animals. It was always like the 
forefront stuffed animal on the bed because all of my stuffed animals were on the bed and like in rows in like stadium seating style so the wolf was always in the front so I could see it first and then when I got older it was in my closet but it was always like you know on the highest shelf so when I opened the closet door it was just right there looking at me you know in pristine condition um it does have, you know, a couple holes. It its head was flopping a little, so my mom <laughs> fixed that. But I still have it. It is packed away in a box um, because we just haven't quite gotten to those last two boxes of mine that are like memories and and cherished items. Um, we don't really have a place to put them. Um, so it's still in a box, but I still have it, and I think about that thing constantly I mean once a week I think I have a story about its name is Wolfie it's a wolf whose name is Wolfie and I have a story about it like in every conversation I feel like I bring it up very often but that is the one thing that I own that is like a very cherished item it reminds me of my grandmother I like vividly have memories of being at her house with her and Wolfie and I don't have memories like that a whole lot so that is really something that I cherish because it it helps me to go back and remember those things I think there's so much power in objects especially when they're associated with something like very nostalgic that just kind of stops becoming an object starts becoming like a memory yeah absolutely so that's we, one other thing. <laughs> we really are all kind of on that same path. It's driven by the memories. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Another right, for me? Yeah. yeah. What's your, what's okay, your most beloved so object? This is another mom one. It's a memory one too. It's another mom one, you know, and I guess I'm just really in this place of memories right now at, at my age, helping some people with some moves going on and just seeing what their objects are. But um, for me, you know, you, you think your whole life, not your whole life, it's not like you dwell on it, but you realize that potentially, you know, one day your parents won't be here. And what is it? What is it that you'll go? Yeah, that was, that was the thing. That's the one thing I really wanted to have from their house. And it's funny because my siblings and I, my brother and my sister, I think we all had different ideas. Like it was this trophy that my dad had, or this Mm -hmm. out of this globe thing and then we boil it all down and it's like the simplest thing so mine is a spoon that my mother used every day when I walked into her house that spoon was either in the sink because she was just using it or ready to be you know on the table to be used again Mm -hmm. and I call it my yogurt spoon (laughs) this cheap thing I think she's like I think she got it back when they had like green stamps and you just traded in these books of green stamps and God's like it's the cheapest spoon in the world but again it's the memories and Mm -hmm. even Ed knows like that is my spoon so we don't put all of our utensils away all the time like we kind of leave out the ones that we use often in the dish drain Mm -hmm. and he knows like he emptied the dish drain today and put everything away except for a pull up mom's yogurt spoon and he won't use it. He knows that is not to be used by you. That is my special beloved thing. Yogurt. I call it the yogurt spoon. That's so funny. We have, um, 
John's grandmother's gravy spoon. It's this little wooden spoon. I mean, it, it's, it's so old and like, we don't use it. It's on display only, but she used it. And it was for the spaghetti gravy, the spaghetti sauce. Um, so I wholeheartedly feel that situation. No one's allowed to touch it. (laughs) That's quite a treasure, Brianna. That's a, that's a real treasure. Yeah. Natalie, what do you got next? Uh, so my my next one is my grandmother a couple of years ago gave me all of her original Nancy Drew books and her like copies of Little Women, like the whole series from when she was younger. And I just, I love them so much. <laughs> they just smell amazing. And it's one of those things that's just so nostalgic for me because like those are books that I grew up on too. So it's kind of cool to have that shared experience and then also be able to have her copies. Mm-hmm. So very cool. It's <laughs> awesome. And you are like a, a really big book lover. I know you, uh, you like to shop secondhand books. So that's really cool that yeah. you have those books that you also grew up on and they're from somebody. That's- yeah, I was, it was like such a random day too. Like it wasn't like a big thing they just kind of gave them to me. And I was like, are you serious? Really? And I, I love them. I I have read many of them. They're very like, um, the pages are very brittle. So I have to be very careful with them, but I think they're like the coolest thing ever. So I love them. Did your grandmother read all the Nancy Drew series? I think she read most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I have, she probably, I think of the ones she gave me, I have around like maybe six seven so that like those are the ones she had like owned right um before she gave them to me but I I'm not I'm sure that she's read many more than that she's always been reading like my entire life she's always been reading so I and my pop-up too has always been reading I still bring them books every time I finish books I bring it to their house and then we trade books amongst us (laughs) but yeah those are my favorites all right you guys what about a silly one Something you couldn't live without. <laughs> I'll go first because I know my answer to this one. All right. What's your silly one? My silly one is I could not live without my refrigerated like quartz roller for my face. It's just like this little stone on a roller that goes in your fridge and you you put it on your face. It's like a skin hair thing. And I have to tell you, I do it morning, night when I'm in a bad mood, when I don't feel good, it cures all. I really believe that. So that's my most silly beloved thing. (laughs) All right. I like it. I have one of those, Natalie, and it is in my refrigerator. And every once in a while, I take it out. I'm standing there, like I'm getting out the butter. It's in the butter butter drawer because that's where it gets nice. Like, like, oh, we need butter. We got to roll my face too. Oh my gosh. Between the eyes is really good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I bet that feels amazing. You have to get one. I see they have one stuff you put in the freezer too, ice rollers. And I really want to get one, but they're so expensive. But Mm -hmm. favorite. (laughs) Um, well, I have a silly one, and you guys already know this because it's a problem that I have. I literally cannot leave the house or live without chopstick. I have to always have chapstick. And if I don't have chapstick, I will be 
fiending for it all day long. I have left work a couple of times to go buy chapstick because I forgot mine at home because that's how bad I need it. I cannot live without it. We could have finished that sentence for you. Uh (laughs) Seriously. I knew where that was going before you even opened your mouth. (laughs) I know. And it's always like, you guys know, when I sit down somewhere, I sit on my thing. So it's always my phone, my chapstick, my water bottle, and like a pencil and paper and my computer. Like chapstick is always included. You mark your territory. It's like your holy trinity. (laughs) Can we circle back to the stuffed animals with the stadium seating for a minute I was a weird kid okay (laughs) I used to I get um John and I send each other TikToks throughout the day and he sends me TikToks every once in a while of like kids acting weird like doing adult things as children like one of them was playing school and the kid was being a mean teacher like disciplining children and that's that's how I played as a kid I would set the stuffed animals up in like a lecture hall situation and I would teach a class and if they got out of line listen you're gonna get disciplined (laughs) you heard it here first folks Brianna Witten has been teaching classes for a very long time for decades as your knitting instructor a very good instructor we know everything's very orderly including the chapstick I love it (laughs) I love that I always am so envious of you because I'm a walking tornado (laughs) it's it's good to have a balance yeah yeah got the balance there (laughs) all right oh you guys I like literally I love this and I will actually put this on Instagram tomorrow so anybody who's listening follow us on Instagram knitting shop live but this is my GCOM rookie baton and it's dated 2002 you might remember this at the knitting shop and I couldn't find it for the longest time and it was in the midst of the moves and I guess that when we moved from Swarthmore to Prospect Park I think I just like tucked it in the back of my car Mm -hmm. and the other day I actually went out to clean the trunk of my car I found this and I brought it up here and the world will see this tomorrow. It is like the rattiest thing now, but this means the world to me, this rookie baton. It was always like my magic wand and whatever problem I was having to solve, I'd be like, okay, rookie baton, rookie baton, help me. So I I feel like Harry Potter or something. Anyway, that's mine. That's really fun. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome, guys. All right. Any other beloved things we need to talk about? No, I, I, there's not very many things that I, I hold really close to my heart that I would consider that I own. Mm -hmm. I think that's about it. Yeah. There you go. I think that's the key word, Kathy, the own. I think that's, you're Mm -hmm. totally, Ed is on to something. Ed is on (laughs) to something. He is, you know, sometimes I'm just like, what? (laughs) Could we have had that chat a little earlier so I can rethink my thoughts? <laughs> I know that I kind of that kind of threw me through a loop. Yep. When we had that conversation, I was like, well, I have to rethink about this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how about this, guys? Has anyone seen or heard? Well, I guess seen probably. No, probably heard any new podcasts. Oh my God. <laughs> seen and or listened to. <laughs> yeah, whichever one. <laughs> um I- I don't have any. 
No, and you know, actually, we'll just whisper this right now, but you might be able to see a podcast of ours in the future, in the near future. So there's something to say about seeing a podcast. I don't have a podcast, but I do just want to shout out when we were getting started tonight, I had the news on and I just want to shout out this organization. Take a look. It's called Loose Ends Project. And it was the last segment of the Nightline News with Lester Holt. It's always that feel good a uh, few minutes of feel good in the world. And it was really interesting. It was all about knitters who volunteer to take on people's projects for people who have passed away and their family would like their projects completed. So I thought nice. it was really interesting and I'm going to look closer at it too. So I kind of like took that in a different direction, but it's like not. It. Yeah. Call this recommendations corner. I there like we go. It. There we go. <laughs> recommendations. How about you, Natalie? I actually have not been lis- uh, listening to any podcasts this week, um, but I have been on an audiobook kick. So that's kind of where I've been spending most of my time. But I always love that. Every once in a while, I need something a little bit more long format, and audiobooks have always got my back. So uh, shout out to the Libby app. If you are a Delaware County library card holder, the- you do get access to Libby and you get free books free audiobooks. You just have to download the app and scan your library card. It's so easy. Highly recommend. Yeah, that is an awesome app. It's mm-hmm. well worth it. And it's all free. Mm-hmm. It's like the best invention ever. It's like made the library system for me so much more accessible and I love it. Yeah. You know, I haven't used that yet. I've been using the library and borrowing books, but I haven't had time to sit down. Like I've been enjoying reading a little more, but I haven't really had that. I have to read in a really quiet place because I'm not a good reader. So I kind of need that quiet. Um, But I'm a listener. So I was thinking about that this morning because I have a book that I'm so close to being done. I thought, you know, if only I could be listening to this, I'd have it done because it's, yeah. So I'm going to be investigating that tonight myself. Listen, I'd get all my stuff done around the house listening to Libby. I put my wireless headphones on mm-hmm. and I walk around here listening to my book. And before you know it, like an hour of cleaning feels like five minutes because you're like not really paying attention to what you're doing. So sometimes you don't want to be actively doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do something else. Absolutely. There you go. All right, guys. Well, here's the most important question of the night. What's for dinner? Well, I have been inspired from our yarn tasting last week. Every meal that I've had since then has been a charcuterie style meal. So I will be having a charcuterie board for dinner. I don't know what's going to be on it yet, but it will happen. I love that. Mm-hmm. So fun. I saw this on Instagram and that breakfast one. Wow. I What a great way. It's such a fun way to eat too. We Natalie and I were talking about this after the event. It's just like good to like pick with your fingers and like really use all of your senses to eat. It makes it so much more worth it (laughs) to eat food. And I have to believe that it inspires some good chat because you're sitting there with you know your boyfriend or your husband or whoever and having you know putting those things together and just some chat time too. So. All right. So at our house tonight, we had a chicken cabbage stir fry. Um, so that's what we had. Chicken cabbage stir fry. Nice. Is it just chicken and cabbage? 
or are there other things? You know what it is? It really was just chicken and cabbage because I didn't have the other things that the recipe called for, which was um, That's peppers, which I usually always have peppers and we're out of them. Um, but That's it's awesome. actually a bag of coleslaw mix. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. Best invention ever. Absolutely. Oh yeah. my goodness. And it's so inexpensive and it's so good for you. Um, and then I just put it with brown rice. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a uh, chicken um, cabbage stir fry with brown rice. I love it. That Great. sounds so good. good. Well, it's clean out the fridge night here because I didn't go Monday grocery shopping. So we had all of the vegetables that were about to go bad um, and some sausage with pasta and some tomato sauce all mixed together so that sounds great we don't waste food well we do it sometimes but uh I try not to so totally fine yeah love it uh how about any announcements do we have any announcements anything Um, I think just for roots our March community dates are out one is coming up very soon it's this Saturday I believe Saturday morning um, so if you want to come hang out with us, we'll, we'll be here Saturday morning. We sure will. All right. Anything and else? I hung out with you gals on Thursday night and it was wonderful. That was so much fun. Thank you for hosting that. It is really nice to be able to sit in your home, pick up your knitting or crocheting and be with the community of knitters that we know and love. So take a look at that. Uh, okay. So I'm going to like shout out the next episode. Are you ready? It's episode number 150. Is that a wild number? That's like a century and a half. We're oh <laughs> we're going to be older than the United States before you know it. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but number 150, Um, I, I we've done this before, but you know, time has passed. All the things we love about the month of March. I love it right now. There we go. All the things we love about the month of March. I don't know why, but I always thought that March got a bad rap. But when you really break down the month, it's a fabulous month filled with fun. It's really funny. March and October are two of my favorite months, and two of my favorite people have birthdays in those months. (gasps) There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. It's good. See. I love it. All right, you guys. Are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. We'd love to hear from all of our listeners and invite you to join us as a guest on a future podcast. We promise if you're a guest, there's no work involved. You just have to show up and have fun with us. Please email Kathy or Brianna Natalie if you would like to join us on a show. Be sure to read the show notes for links to our emails. If you like our show, please follow KSL on Instagram. So hopefully you've finished your project by now. Drink or a walk because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Thank you.